0: Did you catch the wrong train but did you end up at the right destination? And I thought what a good summing up of the situation.
1: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Taran Shum and in this episode of Mindset Monday, we're chatting with property and life coach Jill McIntyre. We'll be delving into the topic of procrastination and we learn about some of our clients and what has been holding them back. We learn about some of the strategies that can help overcome procrastination and we also discuss how success can be a barrier for you. We dive into the topic of procrastination by hearing about a client and McIntyre's and their situation in relation to this issue.
0: It's interesting because when I'm preparing for our Mindset Monday's time, I think about what's happened with my clients around this time. And that gives me the topic to go ahead and, and connect with that. So it's, it's funny that you should ask that question because I've had a client this week. In fact, there's two of them um, that they're working together. These guys are just fabulous guys. They know their stuff. Know it backwards. The thing is that they're over analysing because they've done a deal earlier, or both of them have done property deals earlier, and they've lost some money. And because they've lost some money, it automatically sinks in that they are so over cautious with moving forward that it paralyzes them. And when they're telling me about where they're looking, and I've had a couple of discussions with them, numerous discussions with them. They know their stuff. They know their area of focus. They know how much a renovation on what they're doing uh, for a very small deal, for quick turnover, seven-week turnover, get it back on the market, get into the market, get out of the market, in the same market. They know all of that. They know the demand for the strategy that they're working on, which is a buy, reno. And sell. They know the strategy. They're backwards. They know the demand for rental properties. They know absolutely everything, Karen. But it's the fear is coming up for them in two areas, and one of them is that they've lost money before, will they lose money again?
1: We learn more about her clients and what their background is, and why they needed her help.
0: One's a builder, but the other one is, you know, they've lost their confidence because of losing money. And will I do again? But the other one is that they need to ask and get money from outside sources, so other people's money. And having the confidence to ask for money just becomes, uh, for so many people, an absolute block. Where will I go? How will I do it? What happens here? And... It all comes down to self-confidence. These guys, I would put my money on without any doubts whatsoever. And the deals that they're doing are small deals, low end of the market, that's got a good cash flow positive return for investors buying those deals for hold on rental without any problems whatsoever. But the problem is that they don't have the confidence or they've lost, lost their confidence and these two guys have got it summed up.
1: Even with the experience that these two clients have, it shows how integral confidence is in getting the right deals done.
0: The thing is too, because they've lost money and their strategy is to use other people's money and I totally honour that because I would say probably uh, 85 and 90% of my clients all use other people's money. I'm using other people's money in the childcare development that I'm doing at the moment. And it's a strategy that I love and I've worked with them for many, many years. So you don't have to have money to buy property, but you have to have the confidence to know what's happening in your deal and the confidence to be able to sell that deal. Say, for example, and we all often talk over our Mindset Mondays and in our podcasts about personalities. And if you acquire a personality, you might be good. You might be a handyman or a builder that can do it. But you're not good at connecting and selling yourself with people. And so this is where the block comes in that you've got it all on the table. You're absolutely a gold nugget. But you can't get it out to sell it to other people. And so you procrastinate and you go up and down. So I'll put these guys on a timeline and within four weeks, I want a deal on the table. There are even, they've got a deal at the moment, but they won't go out and even put an offer on the deal because they haven't got anyone lined up for the money. So it's like a ripple effect that goes on and on and on that one thing affects another that affects another that affects another and nothing happens.
1: McIntyre tells us about one of the strategies she uses to get people to overcome their procrastination.
0: I always say, um, yeah, I'm pretty good at getting the burn behind people. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's timelines and yeah, even with you and I, um, you know, as we do coaching and, and I'm coaching you at times, Tyrant, and I put timelines on you with things that you need to do within your property and within your business and and things we all need it. I've got timelines on what I do and this I keep myself accountable with what I'm doing with my intentions on a monthly basis. And very much so we need a timeline to stick to to get outcomes happening.
1: I can talk from personal experience, I've been procrastinating on a particular property for the last seven months and it's painful because the last thing I wanted to do was to feel that way and then it just, I, I had to make some decisions and the hardest thing was to actually say, look, what am I actually going to do? Maybe I should paint the picture about what I've done with this particular property. I bought a property in regional part of Victoria about um, yeah, seven months ago. And the first probably week or two of that property being taken over, the tenant just moved out. And I thought, why did that all happen? It just seemed like very, very odd because that first week, they originally were planning to stay for a long time. So I said, alright, that's fine, we'll, we'll let that tenant move out because their intention was to renovate that unit anyway and um, get in there. But unfortunately, due to a lot of circumstances, I'm able to get down there and able to find tradespeople and so forth it's dragged on for so long because just nothing happened with the property manager, nothing happened on, on actually getting down to, to that regional location that I need to go and 7 months later, I'm, I'm now feeling the pain because um, potentially another tenant has also moved out as well and now, you know, it's going to definitely hurt and bring negative cash flow. So I've made a decision now to find another property manager and also look for tradespeople and I actually had to do that myself recently because it's supposed to be the property manager's uh, responsibility to help me find trades, to fix up repairs, do so forth and because the last property manager that I've been working with hadn't done any of those and just wasn't even sure what they wanted to do, then basically, you know, I just said, "Look, I'm looking for someone that's local, I'm looking for someone that's going to be able to have contacts with tradespeople and just get things done, you know. So. That's where we had this conversation this morning about trying to figure out what's going to be the next steps. And uh, you know, it's 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 hard for me to admit it because it's also an ego thing that I I don't know why I put this off for so so long, but it's also a, a wake up call that I need to make these big changes now.
0: And it all falls into place. This morning we've organised. Uh, the roofer, then we've organized the ceiling man and he'll fix all of that up and paint, then we've organized when the tenants will be moving in, then we've organized when you'll be actually building and applying for the plans, then we've organized what stage two could be in the backyard of building townhouses. All of that's happened in a very, very short space of time in our connection this morning.
1: And I'm like thinking, why did I not have this conversation with you earlier, like months, months earlier? And that, that really puts back on procrastination because I just kept putting it off and off and off because I had you know, so many other things and I made so many excuses. And I guess this is the reason why this is a perfect topic to talk about in, in Mindset Monday today because of the fact that I've done it. I'm pretty sure every, a lot of other people who are listening to this podcast have done the same thing as well. And I think this is why it's so important to have this conversation with yourself, you know, Jill, today because you're helping me and coaching me through all this. How can we actually... Stop putting off things like challenging tasks like this and stop procrastinating and, and you know stop that fear thinking it can't be done or, or something's blocking us.
0: Well, the other thing is too, sometimes we're too close to what we're doing, obviously for pride or for fear of or ego to be able to do something about it. For me, I look with each one that I work with, and including you in, I put my coach's hat on when we're having a session of course, Tyrone, and then I look at you as an overview and it's very, very clear to me where we're going, what we're doing, how we're doing it. We've even worked on the strategies of the best outcome for the building or office space or units or returns. We've talked about the best way of even considered the best way of getting tenants in there and what could be the opportunities and the benefits for them. So it's about brainstorming. It's about getting out of your own head and asking for help. And you don't come up to me and say, I need help here. But straight away, you said something to me about Portland when we were on the um, when, after we said hello this morning, and it was virtually within the first minute and I picked up on Portland. We haven't talked about Portland for a while, Tyron. <laughs> but what's happening down there? Or is it Campbelltown down there? Or is it Warnable down there? Or is, is it um, further and closer in? Or is it Port Ferry? Wherever your property is, over the area of Victoria or New South Wales or Queensland... We need to focus on what's happening in that area. What do we need to do in that area? You know, what's happening in the Geelong area in Victoria? And we need to go in and find out, get specifics. What's the market doing? Where we're going? We've got to help and support ourselves by educating ourselves with the end result of what we're looking for. You've done this with your area of focus um, in, with your properties, Tyler. You know the rental returns. Do you know the rental returns with uh, a value-added property where you're going to do a renovation? You know all of that. You went into all of that before you signed on the dotted line with the contract with a very in-detail feasibility. We talked about it at that time with the potential.
1: I knew all that and had the knowledge. I have even all the experience understanding this because I've, I've worked in the areas of that kind of thing but I guess there was that blockage and I think, I think one thing that came up quite constantly in the back of my mind and you even raised it up without even me having to say is that I have a fear of spending money to make money and I kept putting that off because the challenge that I faced was I was waiting for someone to go down there with me who already had um, access to transportation to get down there and I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting because I didn't want to go and spend that time and money myself to go down instead because I know that to actually fly from where I am right now in Sydney all the way down to regional Victoria, it's going to be at least a day's worth of travel and, you know, it's going to take well, a whole day worth but also too, it's going to cost money to do that and then I have to figure out, you know, accommodation and all that kind of stuff. So, I kept putting that off and putting it off and the cost of that has been seven months of no income from rental and looking back at it, it's such a silly thing to do.
0: This is a typical one that we're talking about. You have been concentrating fully on the problem instead of automatically shifting to a solution mindset. Now, my thoughts, as you are just mentioning about that, you could bring up five handyman builders that are advertised down there and say to them, I'll interview them. Because the first person that you get to, it's not a lay-down that that they actually will be getting the job from you. And as I said to you this morning, you've got to be really up front and ask some really cutting questions of the new agents that you're going to be working with. The one that you've got at the moment, if they don't cut it, give them four weeks to find tenants, or otherwise you're moving on to another one. But let them know up front what's happening in a nice way. We're not coming over as a bully, we're coming from integrity. But this is business that's hurting your pocket.
1: Coming up after the break, we'll continue the discussion with Jill McIntyre about what can lead to procrastination.
0: The thing is, with procrastination, it can come through a fear of a failure. For whatever reason, it could be even success.
1: We learn about intentions and how they keep you focused.
0: With my intentions that I do monthly, they really keep in my the forefront of my mind what I need to have accomplished over my month.
1: And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum, and you're listening to Property Investory. You need to be able to make the tough decisions if people are not providing the best service and it is impacting on your own pocket.
0: I've had another client yesterday that had been working with an agent and the agent has been procrastinating on selling uh, the property. The agent has been uh, not putting a property amount in for selling it now if I see a property of no amount in there and you look for ring up and we will discuss you know what the amount will be that's too hard for me i don't go near it i want to know when i look at an advertisement or or whatever what price range am i talking about time is money to get going to not put a price there and and price on application on an everyday property that's worth three hundred thousand is absolutely ridiculous We're not talking about a $3.5 million property, we're talking about a $300,000 property. And so this agent has cost money and holding costs, but also his procrastination of I'm gonna, 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 and nothing happens. Anyway, for various reasons, because the deal has taken so long, he eventually got a buyer on board, but it was at a very discounted price because he kept on telling my client, who was the owner, that this is what he should accept. And so they accepted that amount, and because it's gone over the three extension times because of the hold-up for various other reasons, which aren't my client's um, happenings or doings, it's now that the people who are buying this property are pulling out. Well, when I heard that, I was absolutely ecstatic we can get a higher price with an agent that can sell it in five minutes. The demand for that property, those properties, the vacant site and the house, the demand for those properties now is far higher than what it was when it it was signed at that wholesale price all that time back. Yippee, yippee, yippee. I couldn't have think of better news on that day. And so going to a new agent... What always looks like doom and gloom, there was a, a, an interesting saying last night um, and someone said, did you catch the wrong train but did you end up at the right destination? And I thought, what a good summing up of the situation. Did you catch the wrong train but ended up at the right destination? Yes. In this case, it's just once again caught the wrong train with the wrong agent that tried to sell it and all of this went on that cost them huge amounts of money but ended up at the right direction because of that part on the agent. Now the agent turned around then and sent the most revolting text to my client last night because he's pulled out and gone to someone else and I said, okay, we're following through, we're going to report him. Because you can't or there's no need for you to put up from a, an agent, and this is a very, very small amount of agents, 99.99999% of agents are absolutely fabulous. But like any, everything, there's one person that spoils it. And this guy, yeah, doesn't need to be in um, real estate. And so we'll follow through on that one. But it's a good outcome. So it, it's all about not having a voice to change things at times or working on a solution mindset rather than a problem mindset because all of these months with your property, I haven't heard about it for you know various reasons.
1: We learn about an interesting relationship between a particular personality trait and procrastination and the role that fear and successes play as well.
0: The thing is with procrastination, it can come through a fear of a failure. For whatever reason, it could be even success. You might be fearful of success because success will take you where more notoriety, more people will want a part of you, um, and you might be a shy person or not have the confidence. Fear of can come through rejection. It can come through losing money on a deal previously it can be all shapes sizes you know often people who procrastinate haven't got a good relationship with time either that's an interesting one and i've heard it said by a guru that those that procrastinate they don't have a good relation with time because they don't respect time and i think that's a good way of putting it because Home can be their opponent that's wanting to outwit them. And with a procrastinator, they're always trying to do better. There's got to be a better outcome. I've got to do better. A lot of very analytical people are quite often procrastinators. They go hand in hand as a personality type. And this is where we've got to draw the line and say, hey, what's the patterning that I'm doing here? Is it working for me? Is it giving me a good bang for bucks from the time? And it's not. Those that are listening, for each of you that are listening to me right now, what are you putting off that you should have done last week? Now, I know with me. I'll put my tax off, getting my tax prep done. I'll put it off and off and off till I have to do it. When I get into it, I love it because I love the numbers and it flows. It's not even hard work for me.
1: McIntyre delves into the mindset behind what can be blocking us from getting on with finishing our intentions.
0: I was proud of myself last year because I got it all done before Christmas and it didn't have to be lodged till April. Well, I was excited about that one, but I'm dragging my heels this year because I must admit, but I know when I get it out, I've got to devote time and it's all out on the table because I get anything out of a doctor you know, dockets and online stuff and things there. And, yeah, I've got to devote a section to it. But I know that next month, with it being March next month, I know in my intentions it will be in my monthly intention to complete my tax with a smile on my face. So it's about me. It hasn't been in my thinking and on my agenda because I've had other things that I'm doing that I want to get finished this month. So I still feel comfortable. I still don't have to have it in until April or something. I don't know, end of March or whatever it is, I'll be told by the carton. But nevertheless, it is just one of those things that i push in. Yes, it's over there. There's no pressure on it for me to do it. So why bother doing it now?
1: When you don't have the urgency behind you to complete what needs to be completed, that is when procrastination can start to creep in.
0: Once again, I've just had a client I'm working with her and she's doing some fabulous, really big deals. But she even said to me in our session this week, she leaves so much of what she's doing till the 11th hour and she loves working under pressure. And I can understand this. I work, the best I work is when I'm really, the pressure's on and I've got to really commit. But it's not good for us. And we don't need that pressure at the end to be working at the 11th hour It's about planning our day and our week. As I said, my text will be in my next month's intentions because that fits well.
1: We find out more about what exactly monthly intentions are and how they can help you overcome procrastination.
0: The intentions are like our goals. I do my goals. They could be short, medium, long-term goals. I might do them at say, in the December period from the next 12 months as I'm projecting. But my intentions, I do every month. I do it actually on a a new moon every month because a new moon is the beginning of a new stage. So I feel very much that it wipes the last month off and then I move forward. And I sit down and I know in a previous podcast I've gone through how to write it how to write a goal, how to write an intention. It must always be in the now as if I've actually achieved that outcome. So I would write it, today is a month on from when we're going to be doing it and I can't get the grin off my face, the contentment I feel because my tax is all ready and, and sent to the accountant. To get that off my plate gives me such an enlightened feeling of freedom. Plus the outcome that I know where I am on a taxable basis to be submitting it to my accountant to work on.
1: It's crucial that you are setting out your intentions or goals as it creates a deadline for when they need to be met and decreases the chances of procrastination.
0: With my intentions that I do monthly, they really keep in my the forefront of my mind what I need to have accomplished over my months. And I'm writing a product at the moment and I'm giving myself in my intentions this month that I had to finish chapter number five and number six. Well, I've got another couple of weeks before I do my intentions again, and I will be finished uh, chapter number six this week. And it pushes me and it gives me the drive and the motivation to get going. And in fact, I will be well into copy number seven, and I'm pretty excited about that before I even get there. And so... It's my motivation, it's my, and I do it in the diary and I put it in the diary. When I've finished what my plan is, what I'm doing from the day, I work in very much in a now thinking that if my goal is to say complete chapters, I'm doing it But what have I got to do today to make an extra move on with that writing with the chapter? What have I got to do? How far have I got to go? Who do I need to bring in or what thoughts do I need to bring in that are going to help and support me? It becomes my game plan for the day to fit in around what I'm doing and at the same stage, I'm very big on timelines like you and I have talked about with your property. I'm very big on timelines because these timelines make us work to a deadline. If we don't have timelines we haven't got a plan to work with and, yes, well, maybe I'd like it finished by the end of next week, that's too fluffy for me. You can keep on moving the goalposts with that type of communication within your own head. Oh, yes, well, it's raining outside today, so, yeah, it's a bit cold, so I won't go too far today. I won't do too much today. Cut the excuses. If you've got a deadline, if you've got a timeline, if you've got an intention, step up and meet it. And you'll be surprised how it works because you are committed because you've made a promise to yourself. But you've got to believe in that promise to yourself and you've got to value your own worth to stick to it. And I would be the first to say there's plenty of humps in the road, plenty of ups and downs. Life gets in the way for all of us. None of us are unique and, in fact, life would be pretty boring if we didn't have some humps in the road. I look at my humps in the road as being challenges. If I have got something happening with my children, my grandchildren, with whatever's happening around me for whatever reasons and there's been some pretty major stuff once again this last couple of months, think part Work on it today, what you need to be working on. But utilize your diary, utilize your daily planner to still fit in what you need to fit in, but also with accomplishing and growing at the same time.
1: I think that's really, really powerful to talk about it from that point of view because it's very easy to make up excuses and not commit to it. But once you actually have a set time frame, which you've made for me (laughs) for the 7th of March, I know that now I have to... My brain is already starting to think, okay, how can I get the tradespeople in by then? How can I actually get the agent sorted this out and so forth? It makes you think much faster and also make sure that you you meet that deadline.
0: But also, you know that I'm going to be calling you on a certain date to check in on you, and that's not very far down the track. In fact, it's about, what is it, two and a half weeks away from now. and I want the roof done and I want the carpenter done and I want the place rented and you know that I'm keeping you accountable to that date and it's keeping you accountable if you can't keep yourself accountable you need an outside person that is going to keep you accountable and to work through and all we've done today in our session is to brainstorm but obviously my brainstorming is pretty action taking but not taking you way out of your comfort zone that you can't find your feet. It is just, this is easy, We just need to take a day at a time and work on specifics and a hone down further and get an outcome happening.
1: Having a coach in your corner like McIntyre can be extremely useful in keeping you accountable And constantly moving you forward rather than stagnant and procrastinating.
0: It's not only property that we're talking about, Tyrone. It's having a business mindset that helps us in our personal life because I do timelines and things like that and what I need to do, even from a personal side of things. What I need to do for my my children, um, my grandchildren, deadlines that have to happen for them that I have to work into what I'm doing which I do it with such a pleasurable um, balance because I need balance in my life. I'm pretty work-orientated because I'm passionate and love what I do. I love my property side, I love my coaching side, but I also realise that for me, I, I need that balance in my life of family, friends, things like that. So if on the family side and the friends side and the lunch side and the, the coffee side where I'm going after we finish recording, That's equally as important as what my property side and my business side is. But I'm able to do this because I've got a business mindset of clarity and bringing in and working under um, a timeline, under what I need to do daily. I don't just get up in the morning and start to write down what I need to do for the day. As you and I finish I write what I need to do in the diary for when I need to ring you on that day. So everything is a work in motion of when I need to do A, when I need to do B, when I need to do C. And automatically, I just look at the diary the night before. What do I need to be ready for? What do I need to do? And it's thinking ahead that we're not working at the 11th hour and we're not putting pressure on ourselves by doing it.
1: Thank you to property and life coach Jill McIntyre on this episode of Mindset Monday on Property Investory. If you would like to buy her upcoming book called Coffees with Jill, simply SMS your email and name to 0499881040 10 40 to register your interest.